it, it, I'm not used to egg. <laughs> but I but I like I like the shaven egg and and that just feels too. Oh, gorgeous. I love so being. It's egg. Kind of partly getting used to it, you know. Partly like figure that, it out. That can put my hair up again. Pleases me so. And you're so like because it's so flat. wet. He's just so flat on you. It's my slug. <laughs> It's essentially yeah, what's happening. It's, I had to hairspray, so it's also like hairspray. Like, yeah. The fact you have the hairspray. I, I had like a beetle style mop until I was about twenty-two, just like the proper yeah. fringe, and I got cut. And I was like, "This is weird." And then I was is like, it "Wow!" Still on your identification as it is on Adams. Yes. <laughs> How old are you? Twenty-five. Oh, so you're like the same age. Yeah, yeah I'm twenty-six in September though. Okay, so yeah, like half half a year out. Okay. Pretty much. You, you okay? I'm very young. <laughs> it's, it's fine. That it's means you don't old. get those, those weird guys on asexual dating. Oh, don't, no don't one talk under about weird 25. guys. Wait. I keep reading Louis' weird posts. It, it was just a weird guy. Anyway, let's... Mate, it's not butter ass, though. <laughs> what the f*** is butter ass? I don't want to know about butter ass. No, I do want to know about butter ass, but maybe not during recording. we got, we got to do this. Okay. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've <laughs> stop. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome back to our newest episode of Popcorn Profile. I am Sam, joined by Becca and Louise. Hello. And today we are continuing our journey into Lynn Ramsey's filmography, starting with her third film. And I'm going to say right now, I think this one's my personal favourite. This could change next week, but so far it's this by a country mile. Is we need to talk about Kevin. Mm. So we need to have a little wee chat about Kev. Yeah, uh, we need to be blood about Kev. Eh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So my first experience to this was in high school. It wasn't even me seeing it in high school. It was people talking about it, and it was people that were too young to see it like 14, 15 that were just kind of like ha 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 he's a stupid kid he's going to do some dumb thing and then I was like okay that sounds silly and then I watched it when I was 20 I was like oh oh no this is way more than this this is actually kind of yeah this is horrible blood curdling and awful so so keeping in the theme of the things that you like hurt you you really (laughs) like this film I do really like this film (laughs) I do did it make you uncomfortable when you watched it yeah. And did you like that? <laughs> no, I just think I don't like the, the feeling of discomfort. I just. Right. Well, me and Be- Becca did like try to do like a deep dissection of this on Friday yeah, night. Yeah, still like, waiting on your, your deeper dive. Yeah, yeah, we still wait for your thesis. On. On, on my desk. Why I hate video. myself. Yeah. Why <laughs> I, I like to make myself feel uncomfortable with my media by uh, Sam. Because it's not just films, it's games. It's games too. Not music. And books. Because you did read Morvan Keller. Yeah, and you yeah, and it wasn't did good. read. But was more kind of good in the fact that it wasn't a media that was trying to make you feel uncomfortable. It just kind of felt. Bleh. It absolutely yeah, it was no trying to make you feel uncomfortable. Or quotation marks. I would have dropped that within the first few pages. Here, yeah. I would have flipped it open and not bought it. Here, never read Cormac McCarthy ever. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, that's probably not your jam. <laughs> At all. Especially Blood Moon. That is actual suffering. That that film, that book is. I I'm like it a lot. Not but watch yeah. Or yeah, read anything it's you my recommend wishes. because it's going to make me feel really uncomfortable. Oh come on, Terry Pratch. It's fun. Terry Pratchett is fun, but some of it is bad. (laughs) 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 We had a friend who is Belgian, um, and she did a really great reading of some Terry Pratchett with the the wee the wee Scottish guys that the names. 
is is lost from me right now. And she did the accent and everything, and that was great. I don't want to like say their name. Was I there? I'm pretty sure you were there. You oh, would have been Booth Babe. Ah, oh, yeah. I don't pay attention. <laughs> and I'm in Whatever. The That's because unless the projector's on, then I can just. Anyway, like, anyway. anyway. Yeah, I'm gonna say. So we went context. from me suffering to Terry Pratchett. Okay, we need to talk about Kevin. Mm. Chat about Kev. Yeah, we chat about Kev. Please, what do you think about Kev? So I watched it a wee while ago, and and though I didn't rewatch it for this, um, like most psychological horrors, there are bits which have stayed with me, and that really make me uncomfortable. Um, the the just uh, oh the fucking jam bit, you know. There's just like bits All that the like jabbits. I can't. I can't I don't even want to fully like go into because like I feel that like no 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 like creeping what feeling and the jam oh, is upside down okay, and like yeah. flies and bits and I was thinking yeah. of the bit when he just keeps doing jam onto the sandwich and I was no, like that's that, fine that's not hmm. uh, but you know I, I, and and it's quite cliche because that bit is used in the trailer and stuff but I, I think I don't know it I really do struggle with with spooky creepy media yeah and I feel like because it definitely feels like a Lynn Ramsey film. I feel like this is I feel this is closer she gets to a horror film. Yeah, it's 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 horrific in elements. I mean just yeah. the story alone is sort of horrifying with, with the reality and I think the way that it's at least the way that the film shows us the story, I wouldn't say it tells us, it more shows us the story, really feels I mean, it feels horrific as well because we don't know. We just don't know the whole time, yeah. and, and it's that fear of the unknown. And how bad can it be? And it's literally like it can't yeah. be much worse. Yeah. Um. And and uh, I don't remember enjoying it at the time. I think I've thought back and been like, yeah, it was a good film, but I didn't enjoy it. Okay, Becca. Um, I enjoyed it, and this is how different. Different. Our, this our is the only way this. we differ. Yeah, the films. Um, the first time I had no idea what it was, anything about it, aside from like the, the wee like two minute spiel our lecturer gave us before he put it on and we watched it in like a giant lecture hall. With a lot of other people. With a lot of other people. But like this was one of the few films we actually watched and treated with respect because it wasn't <laughs> it was like Mimi and it was actually a good film. And like I couldn't remember specific scenes from the first time aside from like little ones with like the eggs. And things yeah. like that, like little moments. That right. when it was in the the store and just takes cracked eggs home and then makes the, the yeah, just the, just the like sitting there eating your eggs and like taking the shells out. Yeah, it's just that image. Yeah, but like mostly it was like the story and the way it was told and the whole time you're trying to figure out like, well, what was actually happening here? Like you you pretty early on figure out that Kevin's gonna do something bad, but then you don't. Or it's like he's done something bad, we don't know what it is. Yeah, the the sort of patchy timeline makes yeah. it hard to put together. And, like, even in the, the future, you know, uh, we Kev's in jail. We Kev. But you don't really know what for. You assume it's someone quite bad, but then again, she still goes visit some, and you're like, well, it couldn't be that bad. And then the whole time you're like, well, I'm going to assume that like her husband just left her and got like custody yeah. of the daughter and stuff like that and then yeah. you find out what happened so, so, and you're like, oh. so here I, I think it would have been really interesting being a fan of the book when because the book came out like in like, like I think it was like three four no like six years before the, the film came out I think it came out like 2004 2005 it came out I, 2011 <laughs> well, we need to talk about Kevin yeah the film the book came out in 2004 2005 oh, oh right sorry <laughs> yeah um, and 
the way the narrative's told through that is that it's Ava writing letters to Franklin, her husband, about what happened with Kevin. And like he like the idea is that Franklin has just totally cut himself off from Ava and Kevin and just stayed away as far as possible. And Ava even writes about her going to prison to see Kevin kind of thing and it's like acting like the sort of what she quotes herself as the dutiful mother so it kind of looks like she was doing the right thing raising her properly maybe not even just for Kevin but for herself to be like look I wasn't a bad mom, right? Yeah. Right? And then obviously there's a very different outcome for Franklin in this movie. Yeah. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Well as well it's interesting because that sort of it, it's a really interesting device of the character sort of writing writing I mean it's Bram Stoker's Dracula is, is written letters. as letters people write to each other um, various different people to various different people and, and I think it really is a brilliant way to tell a story without directly being like this happened but you can also be like this happened and what what is sort of unsettling about we need to talk about Kevin is that we are never really told what actually happened. Yeah. And and you know she's, she's writing the letters and there's sort of narration voiceover and you're not really sure when it is. Yeah. You know and and you're trying to kind of context clue by like how long their hair is, which is like classic <laughs> film yeah. move. Um, and yeah, and sort of you know weirdly willowy haunting Tilda Swinton and then Ezra Miller of course yeah. what a brilliant actor it's terrifying both weird you know and yeah, wonderful you, you really believe they're mother and son yeah. you really believe it's fucked <laughs> the yes. fact they look so similar to each other really yeah. adds to it so yeah. much because if they didn't look anything like each other then you're like oh well you know why would people be automatically figuring out that she's his mother yeah but because they look so similar it's like you know they look at her and they see the they see person him. that killed all of their children yeah yeah um and, you, and it's horrible do you remember the first shot of the film no the tomatoes no n- n- it wasn't the tomatoes it was the um it was the slow oh, yes, it right. was the slow creeping shot of the open door with the sort of white curtain oh yeah the sprinkler, right. and all i could think of because if we watched it was, it was all i could think of was rat catcher and it's kind of like true. the sort of there's that very it, it definitely feels like a Lynn yeah. Ramsey film yeah um, and compared to Morvan Caller um, it's I feel it's much more rat catcher in its sort of beautiful haunting yeah um, even just its use of colour its use of colour is so far more sophisticated um, in the way that rat catcher was just really dull this one the red red and that white you know the white walls white yeah. plates white everything she is so pale herself and then it's the black hair and then it's the red of the blood red of the jam red of the paint red of the tomatoes you know yeah. there's those sort of spooky threads which are within us yeah um are just so drawn out but in like a natural way this isn't like post-processing oh just tone down the blue and the yellow yeah. and, no this was all and this was part of how the shots were set up and it's just gorgeous yeah and, one and of, horrible one, one of the things I do really like about that opening shot because I, I remember watching it I was like I remember things like what was the significance of this shot why were they showing this again and then when you get to the end of the film you're like oh this is for the back garden where Franklin and Siri are and I just Siri. remember Siri Siri Sorry. I watched it, to be fair, I watched it two weeks ago. What was Celia? Was we Celia. had, we, we literally, literally 20 minutes ago, Louise is like, Celia is the daughter, right? And you're like, yeah, you could call her Celie or whatever. And Siri was not one of those options. I always thought it was Siri or something. I must have missed her. Yeah. Well, like, Cereal. Where, where, where Franklin and Celia are at the back, like behind it. It's just kind of like, I don't know. Could be over reading this, but I always feel like when you see, like, because like the 
the shot the window and Ratcatcher is kind of like looking over the sort of canal where yeah there's a lot where looking he, at where dead he, where, people where he ends up dying afterwards after oh my god phone <laughs> sorry that was actually that was you I said <laughs> you're just making little flashing lights inside and I'm slightly concerned of why there's a light inside the output oh I, no it's meant to be like that it's because it's, it's, it's a green you light you muted your phone yeah, I can't believe you've got your mine's is, Mine's is muted. Mine's I, is muted. It's so I vibrate. Specifically, no, I is not taking muted. it off of vibrate because you can hear it and it's a wooden table. I see. You just put it on the it film. It's in my pocket now. It's in my pocket now. Fucking Pennywise vibrating over there. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, so back to my point. My point yep. was, like, I quite like the... We're through the looking glass style windows and archways and doors yeah. well there's something sort of draw there's something which draws us to to an archway you know it draws the eye in terms of s- symmetry and shape yeah. of a frame but also there's something about uh, there's something beyond and, yeah. and i mean well, s- spiritually yeah, they're this, literally this is, beyond this the is, ghost wall it's kind of what i think with like, like just passing the curtain you're going beyond the veil because once you yeah. go beyond that it's like especially with ava it's like she can't well i mean she couldn't go back to her normal life anyway with kevin yeah. getting arrested but it's just like see that's her family gone as but, well but also she, you know she does not go beyond that line she is not dead no. she is no. she is there and she has to sort of no, she, live her she life she goes out and comes back but as in you know no, she as has in, to like, carry she does on sort of travel and I, I, you can look into it and be like she considered joining them but she chose to live because mm. she does come back you don't see it you don't see what she does outside but she comes back bed. covered in blood so you yeah. can only assume she like tried done Did. something related to the bodies and then just went to bed yeah yeah um and again, you know, the the sheet in the wind, yeah. such a sort of, you know, do you ever feel like a plastic bag? I was thinking of the firefly coat, but... Oh. <laughs> Wait till we get to you and here, we're going to see a lot of things in a plastic bag. But do you know what I mean? There's something, there's something sort of of a lost innocence, kind of, yeah. in a floating, you know, yeah. drifting gently, when as of course, it, there's some of the least gentle things had just happened. Um, and yeah, classic Lynn Ramsey. Yeah, kind of that sort of like. Just don't be spooky, please. Thank you. Don't don't be spooky, please. Thank you. <laughs> I don't like the spookies. So we've seen three films now, right? Yeah. Are we watching a fourth? Yeah. Yes. Okay. What well, one is it? I mean, no. you should know that. You were never really here. That's starring right. Joaquin Phoenix. You know, you, you're very familiar with the filmography. Release. After all, you did pick Lynn Ramsey. I did, but because I liked the one film, the two films that I saw, I was like, I want to watch more. Right. I ain't no Lynn expert. Um. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm not sold on this one. I think it's a really good film. I don't like it. That's fair. See, like the thing I think that like a lot of the stuff that dragged me in was a lot of the sort of personal. Like there's there was a lot of scenes where I was just kind of. Again, it is it's like I feel like it is a very harrowing watch, especially seeing Ava trying to adjust to normal life while the rest of society is just like, "This is your fault. Yeah. Your son killed our kids. This is your fault as a mother." I mean, and then we keep seeing the flashbacks. And it's just so weird, and you sort of feel for her, but then she's also weird, yeah, well, and like, you're like the earliest, ah. the earliest thing you see is after like there's the scene after she's just given birth to Kevin, and like yeah. Franklin's so excited, happy to be a dad, and Ava's just weird gone. Things, she's, yeah, she's she looks so empty. Yeah, well, like in the because did they ever state specifically what her job was before what Kevin did in the film, Becca? I don't know. She, no, she travel, we, we see her, journalist. Yeah, yeah, we see her with the book and yeah, uh, Keith boys. I don't think she's the... a photographer, otherwise it would no, no. Fra- I think, I think Franklin's a photographer. Yeah. Uh, in the book, it's like she's a travel journalist. She goes abroad and like writes reviews for different like restaurants or lo- tourist locations and stuff. 
kind of thing. And I guess the idea of like having Kevin grounded her and kind of took her career away from her. Yeah, but in also a way. you can. Yeah, I think there's there's weird sort of implicit blame, but also there's sort of something slightly supernatural. Yeah, well, they 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 really kind of the the thing I quite liked is that they really didn't try and pin the blame on just the parenting or yeah. just Kevin himself it's like you need to try and figure this out for yourself what you think it is it feels like there's which yeah feel, which there's I, something not right with both of them yeah it's, it's one of the things I quite like with Ramsey's films where it's kind of like look we're not going to tell you and then this or this. Just, Husbando is like way too nice and yeah. way too funny an actor and you're like oh he's gonna yeah. something horrible's happening to him because he's just lovely and so nice. caring and funny you know I just think of the bit where he's with his daughter in the morning and he's just like dancing with her one two three one yeah. two three one two three is that what you do with Ash yeah Ash right. is his cat yeah. <laughs> you put a little cat eye patch on him yeah oh, no. oh don't don't no oh that makes me so upset I didn't say you were going to bleach his eye out I said you were going to put an adorable little cat eye patch oh. on him you're the one who took it to cat torture it's all in your head <sighs> You're evil. I said you're gonna have a cat pirate. <laughs> I don't want a cat pirate. That's it. Cat pirates. No one becomes a cat pirate. Cat pirates are thrust upon us. <laughs> anyway, Kevin. So we Kev. We Kev. We Kev. We Kev. Which we're doing really bad at chatting about Kev. Yeah, we are. Just they want to talk about. This is the thing the film's trying to bring up. Nobody talked about it, and that's what happened. But also, there's no conversations inside the about Kevin it's it's sort of an unspoken unspoken there's something well, wrong with him with the, well Ava tries to bring it up to Franklin but Franklin's just not having it he just doesn't want to believe nice that his son's capable especially after Silly gets her eye out um after right yeah and it's right after that horrible scene where a guinea pig goes missing and then you find out that the like the garbage disposal is blocked <laughs> I thought it was on your face and then I moved to the side and it was hovering above your face and I was like, what the fuck? So I took it, off feels weird that you touched it. I'm sorry. So the first human contact on your eyebrows had. Yeah. You. No one ever usually touches And you're just eyebrows. like, eh. First human contact I've had in four months. So. I'm sure my dad hugged you. All of your family hugged me because mm-hmm. I was there. It was quite nice. They're good family. Right. Chatting about Kev. Chatting about Kev. This could be a nightmare to edit. I am. Have fun. I am dreading this. You give it a pause. You should do I'll it. Jump back in. If you you should do two edits and one where we actually talk about the film and the other one where we talk about nonsense. And Ooh. I bet you can guess which one's going to be longer. You just cut out and then you put all the bits you cut out into Ooh, one. You just cut out me and then see if it's so close <laughs> together. Um, oh, so it's, it, what I we need to we, talk about Kev, but we took back out. <laughs> What I find interesting um, is that there's definitely, like, I don't know, I, I feel like we've seen subversive storytelling in a couple different places, and, like, Tarantino's um, Pulp Fiction comes to mind yeah. always at first, and, and I guess because this is more related to the book, but her other films, I mean, the other two are pretty linear, so yeah. so it is quite interesting to have this sort of, I mean, it's jumpy, jumping around narrative that that builds up a picture and and that kind of storytelling is really hard to do but i think she does do it really well it's every scene feels like it's got a purpose of what you're learning every time mm-hmm. um and it makes you more unsettled with every minute that goes yeah. by yeah like within the first 10 minutes you get the bit where ava goes to to the travel agents because she wants to get a job because she's not had a job since yeah. after what happened 
And then she gets it, and then she's outside, she's feeling quite good, and then one of and the mothers just walks past and just slaps yeah. her in the face. Yeah. And and we have no idea. But of course, because we are humans uh, that live in you're, society, you're we have like, an understanding of like, oh, clearly something has happened here. Yeah. Um, also, it'd be hard to go into the film yeah. not knowing any context around it. Um, and the, the clues are that it's yeah. spooky. no context within it when I watched it I had no I, knowledge I, of it I kind of had the context going in but I didn't know exactly what the story beats were going to be mm. how about that um, sort of the the fake out love interest or like the semi-romantic interest that Eva has it, and then it, where he's like he ha- he's nice to her at the office they go to the Christmas party she wants to dance with him yeah, and she's like nah weird. I'm good and then he ju- and he just gets really annoyed and just whispers something truly Horrible, horrific in her ear yeah. and she had to like go out like me and Liv were watching it and Liv almost burst into tears she was like this is so upsetting and and it's interesting because it, it it's those kind of it, it's it's like such small things but, but also it's very relatable on a people to people basis you know we have all been in a situation where we tried to get a job you know we have all been to sort of awkward office things we've all been yeah. in sort of early steps of relationships and I think that it makes us really empathise with yeah. Ava because you know we're like we've been there but also we have not been Ava and it's Ava's decisions that sort of make her partly what she is but also maybe just how she is it makes her what she yeah. is it's it's uncomfortable yeah. and I hate that you like it you hate that I like it <laughs> that you like uncomfortableness I don't yeah. understand it's not particularly that I like uncomfortableness I think if a, if a film can convey discomfort on purpose in a way in a way that it's through good filmmaking you, as we're a... gonna show you the Chien Andalou after this the what? it's like one of the earliest surrealist films ever made and it's very uncomfortable and is absolute trash okay. <laughs> it's not trash it's for any film lecturers listening uh, <laughs> but, it's, <laughs> but it's trash okay what was, the, what was the one you were telling me about when we were all getting Papa John's in the park and you were obsessed with it being, uh, <laughs> that could be any film. Surrealist film. I can't remember. Surrealist, black and white, maybe French. Oh, a Boudissouf. We keep bringing it up. I don't think it was Boudissouf. Oh, I think it was an. Restless. Was it the other one? Was it the one by the Swedish guy? I don't know why. Prestige I, or something sticking out to me. No, it's not the Prestige. No, it's, that. It's the one by the Swedish guy. It's not the Seventh Seal, is it? No. Um. Um, he's got another one called Strawberry Fields or Strawberries. Oh, that one. Persona? Persona. Persona. Oh, man. I was just Prestige. thinking of the super weeb anime video game. No, it's no yeah, it's We won't weird. make you watch that. Please don't, because I saw clips of it. I was like, this does not seem like my bag. Yeah, no, you would like it. It, yeah, it makes, makes you uncomfortable. uncomfortable. But like, the film doesn't have to be just made me uncomfortable that I'm going to like it. No, no but it's, it's a through line. Doesn't. No, not necessarily. Mm, I love... We'll make you watch it. And Listen, when you're you very like biased it. towards your own media. I like Edgar Wright quite a bit. Edgar Wright doesn't make you uncomfortable. Oh, it makes me uncomfortable Depends how badly he writes women. Kev. You're the one who took it off tangent that time. Yeah, I I stuck real hard. I did a big old speech about something that I can't remember already because I have problems in coding. Because I'm we we got onto how uncomfortable it makes people feel and why Sam really likes it. Yo, that was it. Oh, you said you said like because Sam loves media that makes is, him uncomfortable. Is there when when you rewatched Kev? Yeah. Was there scenes where you were just like, I don't want to watch this again, and paid like less attention to, or you you sit and watch the whole thing? I'll sit and watch the whole thing. 
there's not even like a, a scene where you're like oh no I can't I can't watch this again I can't relive this I might wince or look back but I don't know like that's, that's why I didn't rewatch it yeah. yeah was the I've seen it yeah and that's enough that's fine that's that's I totally get it I totally get that but I don't know it's not about me like because I feel like if it's able to get me that response I think it's it's powerful filmmaking but yeah but just... that doesn't mean just because it's powerful filmmaking yeah. but like it's powerful and, and I know but like for me personally I don't it doesn't affect me as much watching it back because in my head okay. I just feel like it's still a film in my head it's still it's like it's not real it didn't happen but it was able to make me feel this way and I find I like the way that the fact that the film's able to make me feel all these different kinds of emotions it's yeah but there's also nice happy emotions though. yes there is nice happy emotions <laughs> so you, which you... is why I'm excited to watch Amelie because that's going to actually be fun yes. that's why Dark Crystal and Little Shop of Horrors is also fun okay, Little Shop of Horrors got dark at the end so you, you watch it the first time yeah and you you feel she all pants. the so you watch it the first time yeah. <laughs> and you feel all the the uncomfortableness of the like scenes and stuff mm-hmm. and then you watch it the second time and you feel nothing no, I do. I still feel it. It's like, okay. I, I, it's not like I'm, I'm. It's not like I watch uh, like a. It's what he said. He's like, I can like, rewatch I it because it. I know it makes me feel these things that I no longer feel. There's <laughs> something to that. Yeah, you I'm you feel it less. Do you know what? With with we need to talk about Kevin specifically because it's been so long since I watched it. Oh, I kind yeah, of guess repressed it, kind of mm. sort of thing. Like the the bit I repressed most, which you were talking about before we started recording, was when Kev's sister loses her eye, and yeah. comes right out. Yeah, and there's the, there's the argument of there's the argument about um, Ava because it happened while Kevin was babysitting her. Yeah, yeah and there was the argument of whether or not Ava left the bleach out, and she's convinced she saw she put it away. You never see her put it away. Yeah, we don't know. And then they they say to Kevin that look, I don't want you to feel like it's your fault. And he's like, I don't feel like it's my fault. And then he decides That's to cool. eat a lychee. Like, a, like you know the, the juicy white ball yeah, yeah we, know what, we are. know what lychees are please don't describe them as juicy white balls it's just white balls <laughs> and firstly they're spiky like, until you take the shells yeah, off okay. yeah just take, like your eyes and, and he takes the shell off and it's that really disgusting close up <laughs> do you eat lychees with the peel <laughs> I eat starburst with the peel it, yeah it's meant to be an eye we, yeah. we get it we, we get it. it it wasn't even just that it was just like the close up as well it's so gross yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think the onions rather than the same eyes. with the ch- oh, like a pickled onion. Yeah, yeah. Oh. and it's the same thing that he, he does it specifically because yeah, it's uh, gross. It's not even just gross. It's like he does it to Ava to go to Ava because he knows Ava knows he doesn't like them. Yeah, but he also like them. the the filmmaking technique of the close up is it, you know she wouldn't like laser eyes onto him, but it's yeah. about us feeling, you know, the closer you are to something. You know, the you you, you physically can't pull away yeah. as an audience member. Um, when is you know, it's, yeah, it is interesting. It tries to put us in the feet of Ava, but like, I don't know. I don't have no demon child. Yeah. Well, I I never thought like the thing with Lynn Ramsey's films. I, ne- so I never I never felt. <laughs> I did a little quiet burp. Yeah. yeah but you were like, Henry <laughs> IRL. I'll say this, I feel like the thing with uh, Ramsey's films, I don't feel like Ramsey's trying to make you feel like you are the character kind of thing. I always feel like you're always a fly on the wall in her movies. Uh, kind of observing, and the, the what you feel is how you relate to the characters kind of deal. I guess To me personally. Yeah, they're all sort of tactile. There's definitely something sort of emotive yeah. there, but I, I do feel this one is quite different, mainly because of the budget. Yeah. Oh, there's money. You can see money. You can see money ebbing from the walls. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but it's really nice that 
that we've got something that sort of really shows off a creative flair that mm. that still feels like her work um but also the spookums though the spookums though i just don't i don't like feeling uncomfortable that, that's, yeah you know it's my normal life anyway yeah. why would i imagine <laughs> it more yeah I, I don't get uncomfortable about the horror thriller aspects but like the the sort of more personal ones so whatever i'm like Mm, I don't want to experience this I d- again. Like I, anytime someone gets like harshly rejected on screen, I always like feel it oh, so hard. Mm. It's why I don't like comedies because comedies are based on the humor of like, what if you fail? What if people don't like you? And I'm like, I don't want to live that. See, that's why I like improv comedy because it's like, yes, and we'll go out. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I just like improv comedy because it's dumb. See. My whole thing with discomfort is I don't enjoy feeling the emotion. It's just... I don't know. We're going to get to the bottom of this one, one day. day. When we discover why Sam likes be... uncomfortable media, we have to end the podcast right then and oh, there. Oh, that's what the search is for. Yeah. <laughs> is there a particular favourite scene that stands out for you? Like, you I think... have no favourite scenes Okay, these. no, but I mean, it, just this memorable. is why I said a particular scene. Mm. This is why I said scene that stands out. Is there anything you... If you think about this film, what do you vividly remember? I remember the jam. You remember the jam. I remember the jam. Becca. But I, I, a lot, a lot of the memories are like of the red paint, of the tomatoes, yeah. of yeah, the jam. Like, the I, red really sort of sticks out to me. I just watched this last night. So my brain's like giving me like twenty million of them. Of like, oh, I remember that bit. And it's like odd, but like, it's more moments I remember rather yeah. than scenes of when like you get to the end and things connect together. Or you watch it again and things connect together. Like you watch the it opening scene and you're like, oh, oh. that's the sprinkler. And I know exactly where the scene is because of the sprinkler. And then mm. throughout the whole of the film, you keep hearing the sprinkler and you're like, yeah. wow, this is a. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's really, really gets you because you know what it represents. What, a sprinkler? The sprinkler sound, yeah. Oh. And it's like the close-up yeah, well, shot the... of Kevin the bullseye in yeah, his Yeah, but eye. the Blu-ray, the Blu-ray menu isn't part of the film. <laughs> no, I know. I just thought it was a nice no, little, no, was gonna nice little detail. We only get Blu-ray menus when Sam's doing it because yeah. Sam's the one who can buy them. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We don't. Well, I mean, what we're saying, we both have loads of films. Yeah, I want to buy all the films I talk about, but I can't afford to right now. Mm. So, so once this podcast do... makes a billion dollars, you'll be able to. We're gonna do. <laughs> Sorry, how much? One what, what, a billion dollars. What kind of currency is that? A Dallas. D O L L A H S. Dollars. I thought you said Dallas. Yeah. Valid. Valid only in Dallas, Texas. Oh, no. Not Texas. Not Texas. Not again. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> Improv comedy, everybody. Thank you. Thank you very much. Mm. See, I don't, I, I don't know how I asked you guys to do it. I don't think I can actually pick a particular. See you. Yeah, you ask us and yeah. can't answer yourself. Yeah. Well, again, I always think of. Say hi. I think of the scene either with. Um, where Ava and, where Ava and Kevin go to play mini golf, and then yeah, they go. Fun. And then they go to dinner after he's eaten after he eats a whole chicken. That's a little spite though. Oh yeah, no, he's, he's so spiteful. That's the, like he's so. Like hateful yeah, towards like, her. If you just showed that that scene without all the added context of like him growing up and like the relationship, then you'd just be like, "Oh well, I mean, he he he's just a fucking idiot." Because I, yeah. I know some people that would do something like that because yeah. they just aren't thinking and don't think it through. Of like, "Oh, we're going to dinner." Oh well, I mean, I'm hungry now, so I'm just going to eat a whole chicken. But he clearly does it all spite just yeah. to piss her off. Yeah, 
Oh, then you get that one horrible scene where it's just like his door slightly open and she goes in and clean his room and he's just he's in there. Whacking. He's whacking it off. Uh, 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 round up. I, if we're going to rank these in Lynn Ramsey's filmography, yeah. this, from what we've watched, this Ratcatcher, then more from Kelly. Spicy meme. What do you think? I'd be the same. It, mm. Just this one. I, I, know how, I know how much you like Ratcatcher. Ratcatcher is a top. Yeah. And then this. And then, you know, its own separate category. Yeah. Morven Keller <laughs> would be bottom of the list if it's it wasn't a, for that one whatever film we don't list, talk about it's always at the bottom oh, I actually have a list oh. of the films on the podcast and oh wow that's very them. organised of you Becca Shane I just mm. I just like to organise films in order of how much I like that's very valid do you need to get like big top gear style big wall magnets yeah so I can around? like slap them down and then run out of board space and just have to like just print them smaller wait mm. Yeah, or like the the celebrity lap times, and you have to like push some of them yeah, down yeah, and squish yeah, them and in, squish and some them in. together, and then we like badly write them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ourselves, yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Plan. Okay. Sick. So. <laughs> so the next film, which is her last film that yep. she's done up to this date, unless she somehow releases that Moby Dick in space movie, <laughs> in between now and then. Yeah. Hey, that, to be fair, that sounds like a great concept. It does not. It sounds yeah. awful. Yeah. Well, it's no, it sounds like, like the whole point of Moby Dick is it's like yieldy learning about whaling. And, and why would you? Also, why did you kind also of, kind of like a bit revenge whaling. story and how you know the no. revenge no, may not whaling. necessarily always be worth it. No, it's about whaling. Whale was sad. Whale boys. Whale boys. <laughs> but yeah, that'll be I, exciting. We'll come back at you with another Lynn Ramsey. And so. then that'll be the last one, and then we'll be moving on to our next director, which I will reveal next time. Oh, spicy meme. Oh. Well, you have decided by then. Yes. Have oh, you decided? I, w- I thought we were going to pretend that we already knew. We were like, oh, we'll do you next time. No, I want to call him out for the fact that he keeps changing. Yeah, uh, to be fair, I have already picked my next I director. also have already picked mine. Sound. Okay. I'm just waiting on you. Sam. I think I'm going to lock it down to what I said before. <laughs> so. You said sound, but it sounded like you were just saying Sam. Sam. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Goodbye, and thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah, and um, again, next time you were never really here. I never can forget the day when my dear mother did sweetly say, You are leaving, my darling boy. You always have been your mother's joy. Now, as you leave, and if the words are wrong, you'll may not be able to get back home. But remember, Jesus, who lives on high, is watching over you with a mighty eye. The world is so far, old sin and woe, and many sorrows everywhere you go. But remember Jesus, who's everywhere. You get in trouble now, he'll meet you there. If you'll bow down before his face and trust in him far.